The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Okay, so Lombardi line here on a Monday as we open up the holiday week. Got a doubleheader coming up, NFL tonight, and then a doubleheader tomorrow. I know the players don't like it, but as betters, we love it. We welcome you in. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi uh, in New Jersey. He's settling in. I'll let you know this. It looks like it's going to be no Baker. So this morning when we woke up, Cleveland was three. We've now flipped. We've had a five-and-a-half-point move the other way through zero with Vegas laying two-and-a-half. So, again, this morning, three one way, two and a half the other way. Welcome to the Omnicron, or whatever the hell they're calling it. Uh, Minnesota, Chicago. Chicago's depleted as well. Minnesota lane six and a half now. It was six yesterday off the three and a half opener. Then, of course, you've got Seattle and the Rams tomorrow, Washington, Philly tomorrow. Okay, we do have Michael Lombardi as we welcome Michael in. Michael, how are you doing? I'm good, Patrick. I lost track of time. I, I lost track of time. I was like hanging, uh, you know, cr- Christmas presents and doing the office work. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's 12 o'clock. I get in my chair. I apologize. It's Sincerely. all good. Hope all is well. It's all good. How Hope are we all feeling? is well. I, I, I'm good. You, do you want to go for two today, Patrick? Let's do, you do two shows today or you just want to do one? We're, we're, I don't know. Is <laughs> going for two off the Green Bay Baltimore game. Is that still in the mix as far as is that what everybody's talking about over there? Well, I mean, you know, John Harbaugh does it. It's got to be a smart play. Everybody loves it. As I've said before, if you if people would have done this ten years ago, they would have gotten fired. Now it's acceptable. Now it's under the now it's under the guise of okay, we call it analytics, and it's the right thing to do. And you're Neanderthal if you don't do it this way. I mean, seriously. So, just I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I put it to you. Mm-hmm. 
it's you tie the game up and you go to the coin toss. Or let me go backwards. It's 31-23. If you're going to go for two, go for two then. Right? Mm-hmm. If you don't get it, you're back. Now you get to go two again to tie the game. So, I'll set it up. The Packers kick a field goal with 926 to play to go up 31-17, up 14. As you mentioned, Huntley runs for a, four, uh, for a touchdown, 447 to go. Harbaugh kicks the field goal to make it a seven-point game. Huntley then runs for a score with 42 seconds to go. He goes for two at that point, and you're saying not necessarily the way you would have handled it. No, but here's what I would have said to you. Let's go back. First of all, like, why is going forth two, why is going for it on fourth down in the first quarter? Why not take three points in the first quarter? You did a hell of a drive. You didn't score. Why, why waste it? Put the three points on the board. Do you think those three points didn't matter at the end of the game? Well, you could say, well, you're playing Aaron Rodgers on the other side. You're never going to beat him with three points. Well, you're not going to beat him with three points, but you could beat him with a collection of points, right? You could beat him with a collection of points if you got enough points there. You could beat him. So why not collect the points, right? Mm-hmm. Why not do that? So then now if we get those points, we, we, we have a different fourth quarter situation and you manage the game accordingly. So for me, I, I think that was one of the biggest mistakes there. And then, and then when you go forward and then the fourth quarter, I think Green Bay made a huge tactical mistake and it cost a lot of people that recommended that in the contest that had Green Bay at five and a half. That was a, that was a tough loss. That line went up to 10 and a half. When Green Bay got the ball back with 31-24, every better in America who had Green Bay at five and a half said to themselves, we have to score on this drive. We have to score on this drive. If we don't score on this drive, we will, the game will either go to overtime. Everybody was saying that, except the coach of the year, Matt LaFleur, who everybody says is the greatest coach of all time. He goes three and out, calls two runs, and, and, and the quarterback gets sacked. Like, that, that was the game right there. It, the only way they were going to win that Green Bay, they had a hold serve. They did. They controlled the middle eight. They got through that, and that's how they got the game back. But when you let that, that's why when you bet these games, you manage the games accordingly based on the number, which is in-game, which is what you're doing. And I think they made a huge mistake there. And then Harbaugh gets the ball back. Like, say Harbaugh wins the toss, Patrick. I'd say he calls heads, it comes up head. Did you think Green Bay was going to stop him? Not the way Huntley was running and throwing the football late. My goodness. Right. I mean, the coach of the year. Do you think the coach of the year could have walked over to his defensive coordinator, the greatest coach all time who doesn't get enough credit, Matt LaFleur? Do you think he could have walked over to his defensive coordinator and said, hey, Joe, you know, it might be a good idea if we double Mark Andrews. Just thought. Just a thought. Maybe we should double him on every play. Just, a, just I'm have an idea. Hey, Joe, do you think maybe Stokes should roll the coverage over to the out over to Marquise Brown instead of giving him a hitch on every play? Uh, just, I'm just suggesting. And then, hey, Joe, do you think we could get these defensive ends and tackles to stay in the rush lane so we can keep Huntley in the pocket? Do you think that might work? Maybe I suggest that. I mean, I'm on my couch, and I'm thinking those are the three adjustments we have to make immediately. Meanwhile, the greatest coach of all time who doesn't get enough credit, he's standing there, you know, looking at his play sheet. I mean, they are 11-3, and three, to be fair. Well, they are because they got the greatest player on the team. I mean, did, did that game prove that he's not the MVP? 
Well, it's a, it's a two-horse race right now for MVP. We'll, we'll get to that coming up in just a bit. It, one, one, conversely, you saw what Harbaugh did with Devonta Adams. They doubled him coming off the bus. I mean, they had a guy shadowing him the whole entire game. Now, uh, as far as analytics are concerned, when he goes for two with 42 seconds to play, Harbaugh shooed uh, uh, analytics, and he said that was a gut decision, felt like his team was getting tired and didn't feel like they could stop Rodgers in overtime. So he said it was a gut decision. It had nothing to do with analytics at the end there. Gut decision? I mean, how do you make decisions based on your gut? Look at the game. If you win that toss, you're going to score a touchdown. Or you're going to go for it on every fourth down. And then if you give Rodgers the ball back after you don't get it, I mean, you can't give him the ball back. And if he gets the ball first, we just got to play great in the red zone and hold him to keep him out of the end zone. We just did it on the last drive. They had the ball first and go with the five. When Mercedes Lewis ran it down there, they had first and go with the five. They didn't score. Like, why not keep living to play another day? They did a good job on, on Adams. They doubled him. Even the touchdown pass, he was doubled on. The kid didn't jump outside. He jumped inside. So, like, I don't understand it. And why not, why not collect points? Just keep collecting them. Like, why turn down points in the first quarter? Like, I don't understand it. The, the object of the game is to collect the most points. I get the point where, you know, you're not going to beat Rodgers with field goals. I get that. But you can beat him with a collection of points. That wasn't your only drive. Like, I think we've lost our minds, Patrick. We just keep turning down points, and then we lose the game by a point, and we say, well, that was a great decision to go for it on fourth down. No, it wasn't. Kick the three points, and now you win the game. Like, they don't matter. Like, when does three points not matter anymore? That's what I want to know. Green Bay ends up closing eight and a half. Michael, as you mentioned, the comeback there from Baltimore. So Baltimore players cash. It goes over the posted total, which ended up closing 45 and a half-ish. The books got a little back yesterday with the favorites going six and four straight up. The dogs going, what, six and four ATS on Sunday. So, Michael, I mentioned it before you sat down. Tonight, you saw what happened. So it was three this morning with Cleveland laying it. We've now flipped back to favoritism for Las Vegas at two and a half. This is, I mean, no Baker, no Landry, no Case Keenum, no Hooper, no Wills, no McDonald, and many more for Cleveland. They're in a tough spot here with Nick Mullins under center tonight. And, and no and, and no Kevin Stefanski, too, right? I don't sure. think he's coaching the game either. I mean, and assistance. I mean, and, 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 you know, so, I mean, this is going to be a hard, hard game for Cleveland. We're going to find out how good Cleveland. I mean, look, you know, the backs are to the wall. New Orleans' back was to the wall last night, and, you know, they came through. Now, they weren't missing as many players. They were just missing their coach and, and uh, you know, and, and their play caller and their two starting tackles. But other than that, I mean, they rallied on defense and did it. So it's going to be a tough, tough challenge for Cleveland tonight. Real tough challenge. So Cleveland's the ninth seed as we sit here talking, you and I, right now. With a win today, they jump up to the fourth seed in the postseason and lead the division. Right now, Cincinnati, by way of their win in Denver yesterday, has a slim lead in the north. So that division has yet to be settled also a Steelers win yesterday. I, I, you know, Patrick, I don't know how the Steelers won. Did you look at the stat sheets? It is unbelievable the Steelers won that game. You know, I, I know how they won it, the turnovers and the mistakes in the fourth quarter by Tennessee and the second half and all that. But the Steelers did nothing offensively in that game. I mean, nothing in that game. They had less than 200 yards of total offense in that game, and yet they won. Tennessee moved the ball up and down the field. They just shot themselves in the foot. And Ben, like we talk about, he takes three quarters to warm up. 
He, got, he takes three quarters to warm up. You got he. The steam was going the right way in that one because they ended up closing a point favorite there. Tennessee ends up losing, what, 19-13, stays well under the posted total of 44 there. And then late night tonight, we've got Minnesota-Chicago. Uh, from what I understand, Chicago is going to have people bagging groceries in their secondary, so maybe Minnesota can take advantage. We jumped up. It was six yesterday, Michael. Quick thoughts on that jumping up to six and a half with the Vikings needing a win here. Well, I mean, Kirk Cousins doesn't play great on national TV. I don't know who's in the secondary. Does it matter? And and really, Minnesota has had difficulty in in Soldier Field. Those two elements working against you. Same things that we said about New Orleans. You know, eleven that line with New Orleans. New Orleans typically plays uh, Tampa Bay and Tom Brady really well. So I would be cautioned. I think Mike Zimmer's defense has got to put pressure and confuse Justin Fields and create some turnovers, and they've got to take advantage of it. Like, one of the things I, I wondered why Green Bay didn't do it, like, why, wouldn't, why wasn't Green Bay just in four receivers with, 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 uh, with uh, Aaron Jones in the backfield and use him as a receiver and make them, make them play a passing game? They had nobody to cover. They had nobody to cover the whole game. Yeah, that was uh, – if you blinked, you turned around, they were up 14, and all of a sudden Baltimore's got a chance to win it. And they rolled right. Andrews was just – he was just squatting 10 yards down, and he just – that's how they were moving the ball. As you mentioned, they never got on Andrews, Green Bay. So I mean, fourth, fourth and five, and they – fourth and five, did anybody doubt where the ball was going to go? And he just runs a little seam right over the center, and they throw it to him for a first down. Like, did anybody doubt that? We will talk to our buddy Thomas Gable coming up in just a little bit. It was, uh, as you saw the text message, there was one guy that picked him apart at the Borgata <laughs> yesterday because the books I got a little bad. back, but there was one guy that made close to a million dollars, that story to come. But we do have two football games coming up tonight. We'll jump into those and get Michael's cap. As the NFL, 160 positive tests this week, and they've adjusted their testing. So we'll get to the results and the details. As we continue along, it's a Monday. Two football games tonight, two tomorrow. It's the VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's Bet MGM tonight. Football season is here. Has all your favorite wagering options and game betting, boosted out specials and much more. Download the Bet MGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip. Bring your state-issued ID, open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older, physically located in Nevada. 1-800-522-4700. If you do have an issue, okay, we got you back here. Lombardi Line, it's a busy day. We've got, of course, Gable coming up with some uh, some interesting news there at the Borgata. Will Hill and Josh Applebaum to join in just a little bit. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. So the two games coming up, it's still uh, Vegas 2.5 at Cleveland. Nick Mullins is going to be under center there, Michael. And then 6.5 with Minnesota laying it tonight in Chicago. Another primetime game with Chicago, just what, we're at, just what we need. Well, we need, we need more of Matt Nagy. I think it's clear. I mean, who doesn't want more of Matt Nagy? I love locking him, looking at his play sheet all bundled up. You know, I mean, I think it'll be, a good, it'll be good for America to experience more of Matt Nagy and his offense. You know, I, I'm anxious to watch Justin Fields. I'm anxious to watch really Mike Zimmer and how he attacks him. Because Zimmer's so good on third down, and he's so good with his blitzes, you know that you know he was destroying Roethlisberger with the protections in for three quarters, and then it kind of got away from him. I think that's what he's going to have to do tonight with Fields. You're going to have to really do a good job controlling him in the pocket and attacking him from different levels of the defense and making him have to play slower, you know. And I think that's going to be the issue if you can win. And and look, let's face it, Minnesota should move the ball on the secondary, especially without you know if they block Robert Quinn. If we take Robert Quinn out of the game. Double-team Robert Quinn, make sure our left tackle doesn't get beat. They should move the ball fairly well. Yep, you would think so. And how about the early ones? So I mentioned Cleveland. This is a huge opportunity for them. However, you know, if I give you Baker, Case, uh, Landry, Hooper, Wills, and McDowell, that's just a a smattering of who's out for them. I mean, it's really a matchup. Why did we postpone the game if they're all out anyway? Like, what, what what do we do this for? 
Like I, I think even the even the book thought that the reason we postponed the game is because these guys, that's why that's why the brownies went to plus minus three. But why did we postpone it if we're go, if all these guys are gone now? I, I don't understand. I'm confused. You know, it, it felt like okay. You know, they're going to come back. That's why we had. And that's what most Raider fans were most upset about. But if you're a Raider, I mean, now your routine's all messed up. You're playing five o'clock here on the East Coast. You got to fly back home. You got a tough game next week. You know, what well, we could have just played this on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, that is, as you mentioned, 5 East, that's 2 West, so body clocks for the Raiders getting going 2 o'clock our time here. Uh, so that's the early game, and uh, it'll be – Nick Mullins, what are your ex expectations from Mullins here for Cleveland? Well, there was a time where Mullins, when he was playing for, for San Francisco, that he actually looked like he was comfortable in their offense, and he beat the Raiders in the game in San Francisco when he played for the Niners. But what I saw from him last year, it's going to be challenging. This is going to be a Nick Chubb game, right? They've got to be able to run Nick Chubb, and they're missing their both starting tackles. Conklin's on IR. Willis is going to miss the game. I mean, they're going to have to do a really good job of game planning around it, a little bit like what the Saints did last night. You know, the Saints ran the ball 31 times last night for 61 yards. I mean, they, they didn't do anything in the run game, but they kept running it to reduce the game. They kept running it to control the game, keeping Brady from having more opportunities. Not that they were successful. They weren't getting very many third downs, but uh, conversions. But I think that's what the Brownies have to do. Look, I think the under's got to be in play here today. I think that if the Brownies win, it's got to be a 17-14 game for them. They're not going to score very many points. They can't. <laughs> no. No, you wouldn't think so. Just the question is, can they stop anybody? Cleveland's 0-4 ATS their last four. However, the Raiders are just 1-5 ATS their last six. So two teams struggling coming into this matchup. It, look, it's, I don't think weather is going to impact the game today. It just really comes down to what we're dealing with as far as everybody and COVID. Who's in, who's out. I haven't heard about Stefanski, to be fair. I know a couple assistants. Let's go ahead and look that up, Matt. I don't believe he was cleared. Uh, Michael, but I, I would imagine Stefanski's still out for this one, the last I saw. I mean, even when they have the great Baker Mayfield, even when they have their, their, their tackles, even when they have their, you know, their playmakers, when they have all of it, they can't score any points. I mean, they scored 41 against Cincinnati due to turnovers and they made big plays. They scored 42 against the Brendan Staley defense, you know, back in week five of the season. I mean, other than that, you know, they can't score. They scored 24 against the depleted Baltimore defense and barely hung on. They only had 290 yards in that game. So, like, how do they score more than seven, 13 points? They scored 13 against Detroit. Yeah. They scored 10 against a bad Pittsburgh. I mean, Pittsburgh can't stop anybody. Tennessee had 200 yards rushing yesterday against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh can't stop a run, you know. And so they, they – they, I, I don't know how they score points. I don't know how this really – and, and then defensively, this is what, you know, I mean, if they don't hit Carr early in the game and get him off schedule and turn the ball over, I don't see how they can do it. This has got to be a field position special teams game, and we've got to do it. But, look, let's face it. I mean, the, as good as Miles Garrett is, this team's 19th in the National Football League on third down. They're going to have a hard time stopping the Raiders, even though we know the Raiders without Waller are not explosive. The Raiders can't score either. Yeah, I know the uh, the books like to have you get in pre-flop before the game starts, but these might be in-game wagering opportunities for you. <laughs> get a get a I feel so. for get a feel for where you stand once the game starts, and it, because it's just really anyone's guess right now. 
Yeah, I mean, look, the Raiders scored 36 on Thanksgiving Day. But before that, before that, since their bye week, they've scored 10, 14, 13, 15, 9. I mean, you know, they don't score any points. And no they Waller. Any... No Waller still. And, and no Waller. And, and you know, they, they don't turn the ball over with their defense. They really don't. They've had one game where they, they had four turnovers when they played the Broncos, and they won that game. But for the most part, they don't turn the ball over. They turn it over with their offense, but they don't turn it over with their defense. Hmm. And that's what's a killer. I mean, Washington beat them 17-15 on the last second field goal. It's going to have to be that kind of game if you're the Browns. You've got to hope you can win it. You've got to hope Chubb breaks a run. You've got to hope you can scheme against this eight-man front and make a play. Yeah, I totally agree. And, and that Raiders defense right now is right for the picking. But uh, the question is, who can the Browns use to pick apart that defense at yeah. this point? I agree. You know, um, I agree. It's hard. It's going to be a hard game. I mean, it was a hard game for the Saints. I mean, you know, what were the odds that the Saints were going to score nine points? If I'd have told you Sunday morning the Saints scored nine, I would have said, well, the, the Bucks didn't cover. The Bucks covered. You know, they score nine points and win the game nine nothing. It just shows you, and this is my point. We'll talk about it with the MVP. But Brady doesn't have those guys around him, the guys he trusts the most, especially Godwin. You know, it's not the same offense. Well, I can tell you the odds. A good friend of mine came in from L.A., Jason. Shout to Jason. He bet $100 there wasn't going to be a touchdown at Circa last night, and he made 17500 He was the one wow. player at Circa to make this bet, and he had a big day. But shout to Jason, $100, How Michael. He, what made him do that? What made him do that? He was up big throughout the day. He went hard on the Steelers. He went hard on Cincinnati, who you gave out as well. And I got the ticket right here. He, he went $100 plus seventeen five, So it paid back $17,600. Derek wow. Stevens knew him. He went over and said, my goodness, I believe. So that was, uh, yeah, the good one, for him. Yeah, 100, that's a pretty good return on investment. $100. That's a hell of an idea. I would have, I would have, I don't know where, that. I, I never, think it was just a flyer. I mean, who, who would have assumed that, you know, Evans and Godwin go out in the first and then Fournette and Brady hadn't been shut out. Brady hadn't not scored a touchdown in 15 years. Yeah. I mean, wow, great play. I mean, you got to give wild. him credit for that one. I mean, it's really wild. But, you know, it's, it's, it's funny that when what I wonder when, when – and Teddy Bridgewater is, is going home today, thankfully, from the concussion. He's in the concussion protocol, and we wish him nothing but a speedy recovery. But when he got hurt in that game, you know, I felt like all the Bengal people that had that ticket were going to run right to the window because that, that, that ultimately was the – the play of the, you know, when, when Drew Locke comes in, it's you, you, you're going to win that game. Now, I know Drew Locke moved the ball, but have you ever seen a play, Patrick, like when the defensive lineman stripped the ball out of Drew Locke's hands? <laughs> they ran it back 60 yards and they got the ball back. Was that the one? <laughs> the fumble. And yeah. then they got it back where he was down by contact, which I thought he was from the start, you know? Yeah. Because he, you know, he had contact with Locke when he took the ball. So when he fell down, that contact drove him down. But, you know, and then, you know, they, they were able to – I mean, that's a hell of a win for, for the Bengals who did nothing on offense the whole day. They, ran, they basically ran the, the boot under, and it was the only play they scored, and Boyd scored on that. So it was a good win for them. But there were so many games yesterday that, that should have – Green Bay being one of them, Miami being another, that should have gone the other way except for just some really bad play by, by, the, by Miami. The pick six by Tua was just horrible. I mean, Tua gives them 10 points. The interceptionist in the first quarter, and then this pick six. I mean, he just gives them ten points. That should have been a that should have been a seventeen twenty point win by Miami. Yeah, Miami beat Wilson and the Jets by seven thirty one twenty four. That number closed nine 
Between 9 and 10, my goodness, the number closed at different books all over the place and such a variance last night and yesterday. So, yeah, as you mentioned, I mean, it was it was ugly. It, there was some ugly games. 21-6 in Jersey there with Dallas and the Giants. was. If you're a Dallas fan, you don't walk away from that feeling I overly know. good. How, did you enjoy Mike Lennon yesterday, yeah, Patrick? He was did you fun. enjoy it? He was, it was fun it to was watch, watch Ronnie. <laughs> that might be the last Jake time we Fromm see showed him. up at halftime and got in there and looked better. <laughs> All right, so we're going to head out next to the Borgata, where the books got a little back yesterday because the dogs went six and four. However, TG had somebody big game hunting, and he'll tell us about that next here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, you can save 50% off a VSEN all access subscription for the rest of the football season with our big game special. You see it right in front of you. This is a tremendous deal. Get access to our in-depth matchup analysis trends and picks for every game and sport on the schedule, including our exclusive betting splits, showing you where the money is going on every game. You can sign up today, check it out right there, and get our daily best bet emails, weekly betting guides, 24-7 video, plus our all-new college bowl betting guide covering every bowl game for only $39 at vcin.com slash subscribe. Check it out. It's vcin.com slash subscribe. Okay, Lombardi line on a Monday. He's Michael Lombardi, of course. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the vcin studios here at the South Point. We head out to the Borgata in Atlantic City and bring in the race and sportsbook director, that being Thomas Gable. Thomas, we thought you could get a little back with the dogs going six and four ATS yesterday, but the floor is yours. It did not work out that way for you. Uh, no, not, not <laughs> when you uh, take everything into account. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, Would you share overall, with us? Yeah, sure. But listen, overall, I think, uh, you know, it was a good day, I think, probably for most books because you had those underdogs come in and win outright. Arizona, you know, losing outright. The Buccaneers losing outright blows up all those teasers and money line parlays. So uh, you didn't have that liability like you did the week before. But, yeah, we had one, one gentleman in here who um, who did some damage to us, no doubt about it. Um, and it started when he came to the counter and uh, – Basically, at the same time, he put 110000 on the Titans' first half. Now, the Titans were getting a half a point on the first half line. But also, at the same time, he risked 345000 on the Steelers at Pickham for the full game. Wow. So, we, uh, we took both of those wagers. He obviously won uh, the first half, the Titans' bet. Came back at halftime and ended up putting 210000 on the Texans' second half line of plus six and a half so he won that as well uh won the Steelers full game bet and then he decides to come back again and put 360,000 on the Ravens he actually bought them up to plus 10 which he in hindsight didn't need to do uh so he won that so he was 4-0 um right there during the uh during the afternoon games. Was he wearing a jersey wow. split down the middle with the Titans and Steelers on either side? Is there Was there a truth to the rumor that he had split the jersey there? I I don't know. It was a very, <laughs> you know, it was a very interesting play and uh but you know, hats off to the guy. He he he, won. he did he did come back on for the night game. He uh he lost uh, 220,000 on Tampa first half. Uh, he put the first half line uh Tampa playing six and a half. 
but came back at halftime and took uh, the Saints' second half plus seven and a half, uh, 220,000. So he basically <laughs> split on the Lakers. Don't, don't say the Borgata doesn't take action, Michael Lombardi. Thomas Gable no takes doubt. action over there. My goodness. You know, but what was amazing about this Tennessee game was Tennessee, you know, for all the talk that their offense is stagnant and without Derrick Henry, they're kind of shut down. But, I mean, they gained 201 yards on the ground. You know, the Steelers totally had 168. They were two for 11 on third down in this game. And, and really, it just came down to when you look at this game, and this guy was very fortunate how it worked out. You know, the second half, the second half, the Tennessee went punt, punt, fumble, interception, fumble. And then they, and they went on downs. And they're going to go in there. you got a chance to go in there, uh, you know, to, to win the game. And they, and they fall one yard short, you know. And there was a couple questionable calls in the game. I mean, you talk about a lucky guy. I mean, this was lucky. You could say it was a hell of a pick. But, you know, I, I lean towards this was very fortunate, to be honest with you. If you were on Pittsburgh's side, this was fortunate. Because some of these plays, you know, t- Pittsburgh did nothing to really win the game. Yeah. No, they really didn't. And, Michael, what does Dominic say? What's his famous line? His Ball famous security's line. Job security. Ball, Ball security's security. job security. Yes. That's right. Yes. That's right. He the does. I mean, learned that lesson. They, they, Dominic's one step up on him. I mean, you know, and, and that's the essence of the game. I mean, this is why the, the line, you have first have to avoid losing before you can win. This game is testimony to that. And, and look, you know, it wasn't that they were – you know, great. I mean, they just kicked field goals. I mean, they Pittsburgh missed a field goal and made four field goals. You, yeah, and the Steelers, I mean, it's every time you feel like this team is left for dead, somehow they, they rise back up and win again. Again, I mean, it's it's kind of inconceivable how, how they're still they're still there. I mean, they're still alive um, with this win. So, uh, but yeah, it was, um, it was a tough tough game to watch if you had the Titans in that one. Okay, let's let's try to figure out this Raiders-Browns number. I, I picture you, Thomas, at the at the chalkboard like a beautiful mind trying to, to tracking the line movement <laughs> of the Raiders and Browns because this morning I woke up, it was the Browns laying three. Now it's back to the Raiders two and a half. Where are you at the Borgata? Mm-hmm. Yep, Raiders two and a half, and like you said, the Browns were laying three earlier when uh, you know, at least the market it looked like the market believed that uh, Baker Mayfield would play. And, you know, without him, Keenum and, you know, going to Nick Mullins, there definitely is a drop-off. I, You know, you saw a five-and-a-half-point move there, and I would say probably closer to six-six-and-a-half between uh, with that drop-off. But, I mean, listen, the Browns have had a hard time scoring, even with Baker Mayfield running the offense. So uh, I'm not quite sure what they're going to do here in this game. Now, the Raiders, uh, their really only sign of life they've had has been on Thanksgiving lately. So we know they can't run the ball. So this is going to be uh, an interesting game. I'm not surprised here. The total lowered, uh, now 40-and-a-half from uh, the 43 of the opener uh, without these uh, offensive players available for Cleveland. Um, I'm just not sure where the points are going to come from on their side. Yeah, I, I really am. I mean, and it's funny. I'm looking at my splits here, and I, I can't figure out. There's 82% of the money on this game, Thomas, on the Browns. But I don't know if that's the Browns giving six or if the Browns taking three. It's kind of hard to figure out what is in that 82%. I mean, what will you think you need for the game tonight? Will you need a Browns win? But you've got so many scenarios, I think, within your book that it's going to be hard to figure all that out, right? Yeah, I mean, right now, 
<clears throat> we're going to need a, a Raiders cover the way that it looks because um, we've had Browns money uh, right from right from the go, right from the get go. But um, the Raiders covering this two and a half uh, it definitely would be a, a good scenario the way it looks right now for us. How about the late game there at the Borgata Vikings Bears? Where are you at? Who are you going to need? So the Vikings laying six and a half, and again, we've seen some steam here on Minnesota. Uh, total is 45 and a half, and, you know, Vikings open as three and a half point favorites. Um, total has uh, has ticked up one point from the opener of 44 and a half, but this one very evenly bet game here right now. Not much of a decision either way. Uh, ticket count certainly favors the Vikings, but we've had a decent amount of Bears money, and I think it's six and a half. Certainly, if it gets to seven, I think that's a, an automatic take for the Bears. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, you know, I think you got pretty good, pretty good history with you, especially considering. And this is a game bet to me too. Watch Kirk Cousins in the first quarter. I mean, usually when he starts hot, he'll stay hot, but if he starts cold, it doesn't ever come back. Thomas, we won't have a chance to speak with you tomorrow. Can I get your numbers there at the Borgata on the two Tuesday night games? Seahawks-Rams, we'll start there. Sure. So the Rams currently are laying seven. Um, total is 45 and a half. So this game, uh, we're, we're basically back to where we were prior to all this COVID stuff hitting. You know, Rams opened six and a half point favorites. Uh, they got bet up to seven, and then the COVID news count comes out, uh, game gets rescheduled, and obviously that line moved towards Seattle, but now we're back to the Rams laying seven. And then Washington and the Eagles, um, again, very similar here. You know, Washington, or Eagles, excuse me, opened as four-point favorites. They're now six-and-a-half-point favorites. But again, as that Washington news was coming in there, uh, Friday, I guess it was more and more players on the COVID list. We're going to pull TG down just because we're losing him there. I think that better who took maybe near a mill off him is cutting his line. But Thomas, if you can hear us, happy holidays. We'll speak to you later in the week. Merry Christmas, Thomas. Thank you. And good luck to you, buddy. Yeah, that number six and a half at most books now, Michael, tomorrow with the Eagles laying it. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, it's one of those. But these numbers, like like that Packer game, it number got up to ten at five and a half, and 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 Baltimore easily covered that. And so, uh, you know, these even though the numbers are moving in a certain direction, that doesn't necessarily mean that you know that that's where the you should play it because we talk about getting the best of the number. But you know, if you got the best of the number with Green Bay at minus at minus five and a half, it still wasn't the best number. You're trying to determine the best of the number right now and. Any of these matchups with the uncertainty is impossible. Uh, we do know Washington, the biggest, listen, their defense is completely depleted. The big question for Washington tomorrow, will Heineke or Allen be cleared? If not, it's going to be Garrett Gilbert. So <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing the Eagles will be pulling for a Gilbert start. When we come back, our buddy Will Hill, his Vikings will be in action tonight. Will's going to join us next right here on the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It is VSIN, the sports betting network. There's a lot happening these days. 
but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's the lock of the year at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks tonight. Place a $10 money line wager on either Minnesota or Chicago. And if either team scores a touchdown, you're going to win $200 regardless of the bet's outcome. Again, you just use the bonus code VSEN200 when you make your first bet at BetMGM. Enjoy football like never before with BetMGM special offers all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com. VSEN200 is the code for the free $200 tonight. It's paid for in free bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years or older to wager new customer offer please gamble responsibly if you do have a gambling problem it's 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada okay Monday it's an interesting week as we head into the holidays here on the Lombardi line of course two games tonight two games tomorrow talking about those Will Hill joins us now here on the show of course the New York City cast at vcin.com slash podcast hi Will how are you What's going on, man? We got Old Dominion and Troy in like an hour and a half, too. That's I don't know right. if you guys have gotten to that game yet, but uh-huh. uh, great time of year. We got, look, a bowl game today and two NFL games, two NFL games tomorrow, bowl games. It's uh, it's nonstop. VEASAN is the place to be to, to find out about everything. 
Do you believe that your team late night tonight? So again, we've got one at five, so two our time on the West, and then the 8-15 game, 5-15 here, will be Minnesota-Chicago. Your Vikings have jumped all the way up to six and a half. Is that going the right way? I can't lay it with them. Maybe you could tease them, but I think there's some sort of law that you can't put Kirk Cousins in a teaser. If that's not a law, it should be because you can never trust him. You can never trust him on Monday night once he gets out of that 1 o'clock window. From what everyone says, he's a really like OCD kind of guy, so if you get him out of his routine, that's maybe part of the reason he doesn't play well in primetime. This has been a house of horrors for Minnesota going to Chicago. Uh, it looks like Chicago could be without their whole secondary. you got to see who they get back. Um Gun to my head, the Vikings win this game. I in, in no way laying six and a half. I would take it here with the Bears. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I mean, I don't like betting Matt Nagy and the Bears, but, you know, they did show – I mean, look, that they they didn't cover in Green Bay, and they gave every indication that they could have covered the way they played. The Bears' offensive line is not good, but without a secondary, but you're counting on Kirk Cousins. I think this is an in-game bet. I think you look at him, what he's doing in the first quarter, and Mike Zimmer's got to put pressure on Justin Fields. Keep him in the pocket, make him play quarterback from the pocket, but confuse him with the looks, and maybe you'll get some turnovers. I'm just taking a look here for updated props on Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb just sent out a tweet. I don't know if you guys saw it, that he's Batman. And um, I would imagine with the situation under center for Cleveland tonight, Nick Mullins uh, expected to get the start. I would imagine they're going to rely heavily on Nick Chubb. I'll go ahead and update his uh, rushing numbers. But that's the story in the early game, Will Hill. Las Vegas at Cleveland. Vegas now laying two and a half. I actually lean Cleveland. You know, I actually don't downgrade that much from Mayfield to Mullins. As bad as it sounds, Browns fans might get annoyed with that. I don't downgrade that that much. Uh, Mullins has had moments in this league. To me, Baker is a product of the offense. It worries me the other guys the Browns are missing, the offensive line, uh, some of the other pieces. But here's the thing. Here's what makes me nervous about Vegas. Just look at their scenario. They've gone through everything with Ruggs. They've gone through everything with Gruden. They have no Waller. Now they're playing a, a makeup game on a, two, a Monday afternoon in Cleveland where it's cold, it's windy. Are they really going to be into this game? I could see a situation where they don't get off the bus and, and you know, Cleveland's got the home crowd. Maybe the under is the way to go here. I think it'll be an ugly game. I would actually lean towards Cleveland here, but this is a tough one to bet. It is, and, and I think, to me, if I felt better about the Browns' defense, look, I think Denzel Ward will do a good job in coverage, and, you know, I, they'll have a hard time blocking, you know, you know Miles Garrett, but I, I worry about the defense consistently over time. I mean, we've seen teams move the ball on the Browns. We saw, you know, Huntley come off the bench and almost lead them to a victory last week against them, so that's what makes me nervous. And, and if, if the Raiders score, which they haven't done since their bye week, other than the other the Thanksgiving game, if they could score, you know, I think the first one to 17 wins this game, Patrick. Yeah, I would I would totally agree with you. And you pointed potentially to the under that 40 and a half there. I think that's that could potentially be wise tonight. I think teams are going to be very conservative. Just, Go ahead. Sorry, I just want to add one more thing. I mean, we could say what we want about Gruden. It's all true. Him as a person, him as a personnel guy. He's a good play caller. And ever since he left, ever since he got fired, they have not moved the ball. They had the one uh, game on Thanksgiving where the, the ref basically gave him, you know, 24 points. Other than that, they've been really bad on offense. He's a good play caller. And I think you're seeing uh, his absence play, play out here. I, I think, you know, I'm a, I'm a Gruden critic, but I agree completely. I think you, you're going to pay the guy. He's the offensive coordinator. And basically, you got rid of your offensive coordinator. 
and, and the effect of it has been really hard on them. And you could see it with Carr, the execution, the precision and detail, the, the, the creativity within the offense. I think that's been a huge problem. Yeah, totally agree. Okay, two huge upsets yesterday. So if you're wondering at home, you know, who, who cashed, whether it's the Lions or Saints, bigger on the money line. Lions, plus 540 on the money line. The Saints, plus 4.5. So 4.5 to 1 for the Saints. They end up winning outright. And Will, I, I don't know if you ended up catching the 540, but I know you were also catching the points there with the Lions and a nice, insane win at home against Arizona. This is your fault. You're you're supposed to be all over the lines. You should have told me to take the money line. Yeah. Parlay it with the yep. Texans in the saw Saints on the money line. We could have had a nice little payday. Yeah, saw, they saw Lions win too. coming. My goodness. How about an adjusted line of like Lions minus 17 and a half? How much would you have bet if, if I told you yesterday? I'll give you the Cardinals and I'll give you a 17 and a half. How much would you have bet? I, I know guess. Cliff Kingsbury uh, looked like he wanted to be anywhere but Ford Field in Detroit. Uh, he he was uh, and also same with the quarterback there in, in Murray. Look, look that you know Patrick. We haven't talked about the quarterback's been horrible. Terrible. I mean, you know, last year he averaged 6.3 yards a carry. You know, his long run last year was 48 yards. This year he's at 3.9 a carry. And his longest run is 18 yards. He doesn't run around. People are keeping him in the pocket. And when you keep him in the pocket, he becomes just an average player. When he can get out of the pocket and run around and make plays and scramble for first downs. I mean, this happened last year where they were 3-6 and six over the last nine games of the season. One of those wins was against Buffalo on the Hail Mary. Okay, this year, you know, they have they're, they're, they're three. I think they're two and four over the last six games. They have not played well. No. And he, he fell apart in the second half of the year last year. This kid wears down. This is two years in a he row does. now. That, that's the point. He wears down. You're exactly right. At Texas, at Texas, too, uh, Texas Tech as well, Kingsbury's teams always did poorly second half of the year, too. So it's become a trend with Kingsbury for whatever reason. Yeah. And you got to give him. I mean, listen, we've been having fun with Campbell and in game. He is a disaster, but we joke about it. They do play hard for him. And I think at this point in the season, there is something to be said there, Michael. They're grinding. No. Yeah, they are. They're playing hard. I mean, I look, I hate betting them, but, but I know Will Hill's been on them all year, and he's done a great job with that. I don't have enough confidence and faith in them, but they earned it yesterday. I mean, they fairly they beat that team fair and square. Goff was sensational. I mean, they never got near Goff. They never harassed Goff. And, look, when you can run the ball on a defense, then every offense looks better. When you can run the ball, you know, you make everybody look good. And, and, and Arizona can't stop the run. And, oh, by the way, they got Jonathan Taylor coming to town this week. Good luck. Uh, yeah, no, that's a great point. The, uh, the division, let's, let's, uh, I'll give you the numbers, but let's go AFC North. Will, we'll start with you on the division. Who's going to win it here? I'll give you the numbers right now. The Bengals are favorites at plus 140. The Ravens are second betting favorites at plus 240. Tied with the Browns at plus 240. And the Steelers, eight and a half to one. Will, you're up. Yeah, I, I bet the Browns a couple weeks ago plus 700, and I bet the Bengals plus 175 to make the playoffs. I'm hoping I win both. I don't think I will. I think the Bengals will probably win it. Now, remember, they still have to play the Chiefs, and they go at Cleveland the last week. So if the Browns could ever win today, we could probably have a situation where it's Cleveland hosting Cincy Week 18 for the division title. The Ravens have a brutal schedule. All these teams have pretty tough schedules. Uh, I will say the Bengals win the division, though. Michael? Yeah, I think the Bengals, too. I mean, look, they're going against a, a secondary, even when they get guys back for Baltimore, that's not very good. And they put 41 on them the last time they played. This is a big game for Cincy. They played good defense yesterday. I, I think this is Cincy's for the taking right now. Yeah, uh, I would agree with both of you. I, I not think... sure we get a second playoff team out of that division either. I think it might be one. It might be just the division winner. I don't we know don't deserve two from there. Yeah, we don't need two from there. We really don't.
Is Tyler Huntley all of a sudden got it? Is, is he making himself some starter money in the future? If, if it's yeah, I think, outside I think, of Baltimore, I think he is. I think he is. I mean, he looks, he looks good. You know, he doesn't. You know, if you don't rush him and can keep him in the pocket, he looks good. I'll tell you, the guy who's making a lot of money, whose guy looks really good, who's going to get a lot of value. Nobody wants Glennon? to hear it because we're not allowed to talk about it. No, <laughs> Glennon's made his money. No. Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, Jimmy's great. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy, uh, Jim, I, I flipped you know, on Jimmy. Nobody wants to talk about Jimmy. Everybody wants to rip Jimmy. He's no good. Get Trey Lance in there. Hurry up. Got to get him in there. You know, where would they be without Jimmy? Look at Jimmy's stats. Jimmy's having a career year. A career year <laughs> compared like to his sign, numbers. Everybody yeah, just laughed because it was the Seinfeld. Jimmy's playing great. <laughs> Jimmy, <laughs> Seinfeld episode. Uh, get him out of here. Oh, we got to put Trey Lance in there. You know that. You can't. You, Trey Lance got to get in the game. Come on. Stop it. <laughs> what do you think, Will? I thought the same thing with the Seinfeld <laughs> reference. No, he's right. He's played really well. He's play, played really well. You mentioned Huntley. Huntley's a sore, sore subject because uh, I had the Packers minus five and a half, and then I bought back on the Ravens plus nine and a half. I had a nice little middle setup. Oh, that was a horrendous drive. Uh, up seven, the Packers basically just handed the yep. ball back to them. They, I mean, they ducked down one play. They did a weird Don't run. Don't talk bad about the greatest coach of all play. time. He's the best coach in the league. Stop talking like that. He doesn't get enough credit, Matt Matt LaFleur. He's great. Tremendous. Stop it, Will. And then a terrible a punt to boot. Baltimore's yeah. got it with short field, and there you go. Your, your, your middle is crushed. Uh, by the yeah. way, San Francisco 31-13 winner with Garoppolo playing well at home against Atlanta. We'll get to that name, uh, game next. Will, thank you, buddy. Enjoy the day. Enjoy the game. Thanks, Will. Appreciate it. Good luck you. to your right, Vikings. New York City cast, vcin.com slash podcast with Will Hill. We're coming back. We also have Step Into My Office. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo Play. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.